Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM. This is Charger Rundown. I'm Martin Peterson, bringing you all things Hillsdale College sports. Reagan is out this week. She is on something we call a little Corona vacation, and uh, I'll have to do it without her this week. But we have a very, and when I say very, I mean very special guest. Some people are calling this maybe the most electric interview of all time on Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM. We have Calvin McNelly, Defensive end on the Hillsdale College football team, redshirt junior Calvin. How are you, sir? I'm doing really well. Thank you for the introduction. That's uh, pretty. Hopefully, I can live up to the little uh, bar we just set right there. But we're gonna have a good time. I'm excited about it. Well, when you hear the word electric uh, mentioned with your name, Cal McNally, what are the first things that go through your head? Well, you know, I, I uh, everybody on the football team has a role, right? I mean, everybody has to do their job, especially on the um, hills on the football team. There's 11 guys on your side of the ball every play, and everybody has a different role. And so, I think um, as as far as electricity goes, energy goes, those type of things, and this is applicable to to any sport. But you have to, you know, especially to simulate a game day atmosphere in a practice, you have to bring um, we call it, I mean, there's various different words, the juice, the energy. Whatever swag, whatever whatever it is, whatever you're bringing, you have to bring that all the time. So when it's on game day, you it's the same, right? So that we want it. We want to try to simulate those type of reps. So that's I feel like that's my role on the Hillsdale Charger team, along with my defensive lineman role and the long snapping and things like that. But I feel like my role is I want to make sure we're simulating a game day type energy every practice because it, we're not just going to go out there and run plays. We want to simulate a game. So when this game time. We can go ahead, and we've we've been here before. We're not, we're not shaking. We're ready to go, ready to rock and roll. It feels like practice, and that's that's the goal of it. So I feel like that's when when you talk about electricity, I feel like I associate that with my role on the Hillsdale College Charger football. Have team. you always considered yourself an electric person? Like growing up, have you always kind of been a raw raw sort of guy? I think I think so. I think so. Um, my dad is a um, was a football coach for a very long time. He coached at Lake Erie College, which is actually one of our opponents in the GMAC. So I, I've been around uh, college athletics, and he was at Mercier's College before that. So I, I've been around college athletics for a very, very long time, and I kind of got the idea and the sense from him that you know, if 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 we're having a practice and it's not going so well, likely one of the causes is people are kind of just running through, going through the motions type of type of feel, and that's and that's not. You know, that's not what great teams do. Great teams don't run through the motions. Great teams prepare and play with passion, energy, electricity every time they step on the field, the lines, the ice, whatever it is. So um, I just felt like that was something I could do um, right away as a freshman. So when I came on, I had I had that knowledge from my from my dad of being around college sports for so long. I had that knowledge and that was a skill I could apply and give to the team right away, even though my actual football skills were actually lacking. So, I mean, it's just a freshman, 18-year-old compared to these, you know, 22-year-old giants out there. But I can still give something to the team, and I felt like that, I was, that was valuable. And so I've just been doing it since, you know, I came here um, when, a freshman, when I was a freshman. So. Talking to Cal McNelly here on Charger Rundown. Cal, you talked about your dad and, you know, his influence on you and being able to go to those practices. It Was football always something you wanted to do growing up since you were always around it? Or when did you kind of know that you wanted to take this next step into playing football in college? I think uh, I, I think I knew I think I knew always football was gonna be part of my future. I mean, even my even my grandfather he was a he was a he was my dad's high school football coach. So they they've been, we've been around the sport my family has for a long time. And you know, being a head coach, that's how you know we put bread on the table as we he coached. That's that, that's how he made his money. So it's been around part of my life for a very long time. I started playing football in the seventh grade and um, definitely loved it. Definitely was was a part of it. I didn't know if I wanted to go play college until you know I was actually my senior year when I when I walked off the field my senior year playing high school I thought I was done I didn't think 
I was going to be able to, you know, move on to the college level. I was playing to like Ohio State and places like that. And then um, Coach Otter gave me a call one day and said, hey, we liked your film. Uh, why don't you come up here and take a visit? And um, Hillsdale's unique, and you know this, um, all the athletes do, is that, you know, when we recruit athletes to visit here and to, to potentially be players here, I know uh, Coach Otter does this. He evaluates you not just based off your film and your academics, things like that, but also how you would fit in with the culture and the people. And it's a, it's a special place. It's a unique place. And so I think um, I was, it was an instant fit, and I knew right away when I walked on. I was like, oh, when I walked here, I was like, oh, this is it. This is the right place. So, Cal – Again, you come to Hillsdale College, you made that decision, and your dad has actually coached against Hillsdale College. We yeah. played Mercyhurst, we played Lake Erie for yeah. many years. What was that? Was your dad fully on board for you joining Hillsdale College, yeah. even though he had coached against them his whole career? <laughs> right, right. It was definitely it was definitely an interesting thing. Uh, he had actually he left Lake Erie the year before, so it wasn't eight, so we weren't going to be playing against each other, but right. it was interesting. And I've had and I've had memories when I was a kid. I remember coming up to Hillsdale to watch a game, mm. and I remember sitting in those away bleachers next to the lake at uh, Frank Muddy Water Stadium and just watching the the Chargers come out of the tunnel. I, re- I remember them from the visitors' angle, from the visitors' side. And I was like, oh man, this is pretty big, pretty big, pretty big guys. Um, but it was. Yeah, it was it was definitely unique to you know to think about that, but you know it, it it was not it was not it was more it was not like my dad's enemy, but like this is my team now, or this is my dad's opponent. This is my team now. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it was it like I didn't I didn't feel like I was like betraying him or anything like that, but I just you know I kind of di- I kind of it was definitely interesting, but um, I've always felt at home at Hillsdale, and I don't feel any due loyalty or anything like that. I'm I'm definitely a Charger, 100. percent Talking to Cal McNally here on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM, Mr. Electric Man on the Hillsdale College oh football team. And Cal, <laughs> I want to talk a little bit about your appearance right now. <laughs> okay. So Cal, coming into the fall, and obviously this has been a very strange year, Cal, you are rocking the mullet with, with a lot of pride. There was a collegiate article on it. Yes. What was the reason you went with the mullet? I think it was just uh, when you're sitting at home – for the third month of quarantine, and there there is not a lot going on. There is not it is not exciting. People can't go out. There's no restaurants open. You can't go out to the you know the bar with your friends. Anything like that. All all those type of activities are kind of um, you know maybe just n- not available at that time. So I just was I was I was just very very bored. I would say the word that it, it came from boredom more than anything. I would just I was just very I just want to do something a little different. But you've kept it. I've you've kept, kept it. it. Yeah, that's true. I have kept it. Well, that's the thing. It's one of those things where once the once the ball gets rolling, it's kind of hard to stop. Like like at this point, I have so much invested time. I've put in so much effort into this thing, and I've it, it's 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 almost like it's it's hitting my shoulders. Like it's getting it's, it's getting, long. It's long. I mean, it's, it's party in the front. Or wait, no, sorry. Yeah, party in the back, business in the front. So correct? true. So true. So yeah, what has the reception been like on campus towards your moment? A lot of people liking it. A lot yeah. of people hate it. Like, what's going on? Well, you'd actually be you know surprised to find out there was the article on the collegian, very positive. People seem to enjoy it, but then. You know, people. Some people on yodel.com, some people on twitter.com, kind of subtweeting, want to say some, you know, talk a little bit of smack, and that's okay. It's all fun. It's all good time. And I don't think it was malicious or anything like that. I but think somebody compared it to communism. Some, at one point. Someone did say that, and I was like, mm, that's not appropriate. I don't think that's fair at all. I don't. I don't I'm you not, are not a communist. I am not a communist. It says. It is, I think it still says in my Twitter bio. I am definitely not a communist. I am definitely <laughs> not a communist. You can look this up now. Certified not communist, Calvin McNally. <laughs> I, I like yeah. that you've kind of gone all in on it, and that's yes. just you know the type of person you are. 
do we have a timetable of when, when we'll see it go? Or Well, at some point, I think I'm going to need to apply for some jobs, and someone's going to have to interview me for some positions. And I don't know, depending on, well, the thing is, and I've talked to some people about this, depending on who interviews me, this could be a huge plus. This, this could make me stand out. I could be moved from top, from bottom of list, top of the list, just based on, you know, the willingness and the kind of, the, uh, we think it kind of like a stepbrothers interview process. I, that's what I'm saying. Okay. I, you know, and I just got to make sure not make the same mistakes they did in their interview process. Right. But maybe not wear tuxedos to a job that requires you to clean bathrooms. That, that would be. That's usually you know you, you don't want to do that when okay. you're you know okay. you know you kind of pick up these pick these things up. But yeah, so we'll see what happens. I I, I think maybe after Thanksgiving too. Maybe after a, a week in my family, giving me you know. <laughs> Making fun of me a little bit. Ah, maybe I'll, maybe I'll shave it, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. Now you you hail from the Cleveland, Ohio, Ohio area, correct? Absolutely, absolutely. So this just came out this weekend, and we'll talk a little bit about this because it's just been such a wild year uh, with the coronavirus and the pandemic. Ohio is closing all their schools, correct? And yes. They're going all online. What yeah. are your thoughts on that? Mike DeWine. Mike DeWine. Yeah, it's been. It's hard. It's so hard, and I feel bad. The, the, the kids I feel bad for, um, you know, are, the, are these young kids. I feel, you know, if you're in the, the fourth grade, the fifth grade, you, you can't be in a computer, man. And, and, and I, know it's a, I know there's a pandemic going on, and I know, you know, everybody wants to be safe. And I think, you know, these rules that people are putting in a place, I think, I hope, I hope, I hope they come from a good place. And people are just trying to make the best decision. But you also have to consider these kids. I mean, some of these kids, they're, they're, they're hard sitting. You can't sit them down for 10 minutes, you know, lose their attention. So I feel bad for these young kids. And I know my dad actually is a coach, um, a freshman coach of a high school football team. And I know it's been really hard, you know, because it, you can't, they want, they've had a really successful season, right? But they can't get, the town wants to support them. The town wants to come out and make a lot of noise at the games right. and have fun, but they can't show up. And it's just, it's just, it's really, it's really sad, but. Yeah, it's been kind of definitely been a crazy, crazy year for sure. Talking to Cal McNally here on Radio Free Hillsdale, one one point seven FM on Charger Rundown, and Cal. Now talking about this coronavirus and, and the setbacks that it has put on you know Ohio and schools, mm. and you know who knows what happens in the state of Michigan here in the next coming days. But for you, when when this was at its peak back in March, yep. you know how did you you know set your goal and set your mind towards becoming a better football player? during a pandemic where you didn't have all the access to maybe the stuff that you usually do. Right. That's a really, it was definitely a question we all had to face. And the lucky thing for me is I have a brother here at Hillsdale college. My brother played, he's a sophomore. He plays um, center on the offensive line. So I always had a workout buddy. And so he kind of can be focused and I give him a lot of credit for that. And I think hopefully I was able to do the same for him, but I just looked at it as at that point, like you said, in the peak of that pandemic, we weren't sure if there was going to be a season, a half a season, no season, a spring ball, anything like that. We didn't know. We didn't have a lot of information. So what I had to do is I just said, you know what, I'm going to work as hard as I can and prepare as if we had, a, if, if we are going to have a season, if we had a season, how hard would I prepare? That's how I want to prepare. That was my, that was my goal. And whatever the setbacks may be, you know, you never, you know, in football, you know this too, you're never guaranteed any place. I mean, it could be the next one you could, you know, bust yourself. I mean, your, your brother, you know, had an injury last practice and it's unfortunate. So it, it's how that is. This is how that goes. So you just got to prepare, you know, as hard as you can get ready to go. And you, whatever the things you can control, control them, everything else, you know, it, it's going to come, you're going to figure out, you're going to figure it out and we'll figure it out eventually and deal with it then. But that was just my attitude. I just wanted to be the best player I could for the team. Um, no matter what scenario it was, shortened season, long season, no season. So. Let's let's talk about your brother for a second too, sure. because as you mentioned, I have a brother on the team, and you and I both play opposite sides of the ball. Yeah, yep. 
from our brothers. Yes. And sometimes we have to go against each other, yes. correct? Yes, we do. So what has that been like for you? Because oh, I know man. what it's been like for me. It's been kind of cool. You yes. know, there's some some sometimes you just have to stop and laugh, you know, when you're going against your brother. But for you, I mean, how cool has that been to have your brother on the team? It is maybe the I, I would say probably the best thing that's happened to me at when I've been at the school. I was so excited when he decided to make that choice to come to Hillsdale and um I, I just it, it is such a so fun to come out to practice every day and be able to with your be with your charger brothers but also your biological brother and that's so that's so awesome and you and like you said you know exactly what that's like um, and then going against him so we actually yeah I mean we that happens that happens actually more it than gets these, a little heated it gets a little heated you know of course we're brothers and that's how it is he's always you know two guys button heads but he's think okay I gotta tell you this story Let so oh so so we were it was the spring it was our spring scrimmage yesterday. In the fall, spring, spring scrimmage in the spring fall. Spring fall ball. Hard yeah. to say, hard to say. Okay, and then, but, so I was locked up on the defensive, on the on the offensive tackle. All right, I'm trying to work a move. I'm trying to get around him. And my brother, who plays guard, there's no one on him. So he triggers to the outside and completely blindside blocks me oh. out of nowhere. I'm not ready for it. I go to the ground. It looked like a mess. And I get up and I, I, I said some choice words to him. I'm not going to repeat him on the air, but I said some choice words to him. It was not, it was not a very clean hit. That wasn't very nice, Carson. It wasn't very nice, Carson, Mister. <laughs> so we have. Well, I've had some. We've had. We've had some. Some battles, and that's. That's what it is. And then I'll beat him on a move another time. So we always get each other back. And he's a. He's a. He's a good boy. He's a good sport. And I. I. I it's such a blessing. You know. You have to just like you said. Take a step back and say, "How cool is this? Yeah. Right? How cool is this when you get to come out there and and do those type of things? And you know, especially it's not that many people get to play college football, but even less people get to play college football with their best friend, their brother. That's so cool. I mean, that, it doesn't get much better than that. I think. So you just get definitely like you said, just um, uh, you know, make sure you're thankful for that type of stuff. Talking to Cal McNally here on Radio Free Hillsdale, one hundred one point seven FM on Charger Rundown. Cal, let's talk about this. We call it sprawl ball, yes, or uh, fring ball, whatever you want to <laughs> call it. But basically, basically, what happened is we took our usual spring schedule that we were supposed to do back in March and April, and we did it now in you know October and November. So we got all fifteen practices. In. I wasn't at all fifteen practices. A lot of people weren't all fifteen practices. Right. We had enough guys for each and every practice this this fall, which was incredible. Uh, really defied a lot of odds. What were your thoughts on how on how fall ball went, and you know how excited are you that this kind of you know projects us into the spring? I I am uh, I'm very pleased with how it went. I think you know it was given the circumstances, given the incredible uncertainty in the situation. I think it went probably as smoothly as it could have gone. I think frankly, I, th- I was really worried. You know, and Otter said this at the, when he was talking at the end of our um, final scrimmage there, practice number fifteen. He he wouldn't have bet any money that we would have made it through all fifteen, and we did, and we did. Um, so it was definitely a blessing to be able to do that. And I think they were um, they were very useful. And I think I think we got better as a football team. I mean, the thing also, but this is so weird. This this year is usually we'll have a fall camp where we will get to kind of know the younger members of our team and they can kind of be acclimated to kind of how we do things here. And this year we didn't really get to do that. We kind of just, you know, feet to the fire. We're going to go play football for 15 practices and, you know, we'll see what happens. And I think the team just overall over the course of the practice, over the practices, I think I was able to see visible improvements in our energy level, you know, pursuit of the football, those type of things. Um, and, I, and I was really pleased with how it went and, you know, definitely, like you said, incredibly blessed to get through all 15. I know not everybody was able to get through, get, Get to all get all of them, but it was definitely a, um, a a special thing to be able to do given the circumstance. I mean, I I was very worried. I thought you know we might not play football at all when I came back. I thought you know we're just going to be regular students here in the fall, and just to get to do anything, we'll take it. We'll take it. You know, give me it. So 
I thought everyone worked hard. I thought I to, to make this happen, you know, yes. from the athletic department to the coaches to, so you know, janitorial training, staff, training, training staff, staff right. that worked very, very hard. And, mm. you know, none of this has been easy for anyone, I don't think. And, yep, exactly. You know, I thought everyone came together. Cal, for you, obviously, um, this is your fourth year, correct? Right. You know, from where you were as a freshman, right. I mean, talk about your growth as, as, as a football player. I mean, I mean, I mean, talk about, you know, you know, where you were sitting there as a freshman coming into Hillsdale College and now where you stand now going just finishing fall ball and now going into spring where, you know, you're on your fourth year now. Just talk about that progression that you've had. Sure, sure. And it's a um, it's a really interesting thing. And um, I think uh, I, I, I definitely the same person. I'm, I don't think I'm the same person as I was when I stepped on campus, you know, just those four years ago. And it doesn't seem that long. It doesn't seem like that long ago. It goes by fast. The days are long, but the years are so, so, so quick. So, but yeah, I think I've I definitely grown as a football player and just being around the, I mean, these coach, I think, you know, I obviously have not to, got to meet every other coach in the in the conference and that, but I, I would stack our coaching staff, our athletic department, really, including the trainers, um, staff, laundry people, every, everything against any other than the GMAC. I think just being around those type of people who have such a passion for what they do and such a knowledge base. I think we're, I think the the coaches we get to talk to and work with every day. I think they're so knowledgeable, and that's because it comes from a love of the game. They think they really, really love what we do, and they and they are excited to strap it up with us every day and go out there and. And learn. So I've learned so much, and um, you know, just try to be a sponge and learn as much as you can, and and try to apply and be coachable, be a good listener, those type of things. And those are skills, you know, I've had to learn and develop. And I think, hopefully, entering my fourth year now, I'm hopefully starting to see the fruits of those dividends and starting to see a little more playing time, a little more success. In what we're trying to do, and hopefully, be then be a leader to the young guys. And that's kind of the process of a of a college team is the older the old guard finally gets their chance to. You know, go ahead and prove themselves. By the same time, teaching the young, the young guys, hey, this is how we do things. Things are done this way, and we're going to work hard at those goals. And if you want to be a part of the team, you got to do it that way. And that's so. I think it's a very cool thing, and I'm excited to be a part of that process uh, going forward. Talking to Cal McNally here on Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM, defensive end for the Hillsdale College Chargers, and also you are the snapper on extra points and field goals. How did that role kind of come into being for you? So it was actually kind of an interesting story. Last year, um, I had been working on long snapping, you know, for punts um, for, oh, for a while. Um, it, it had been going good. I've been getting slowly better and better. But there was actually injury last year. Um, the Brandon Hill, um, I think he hurt something in his hand, I think I remember last year. And so we didn't have a field goal snapper. So I just said, hey, I'll try. I got up there, and um, it was you know rocky to begin with. But as I kept doing it and kept repping it out, I, I got I got decent enough where I could go out there, and um, I earned the coach's trust. And so I got to be short snapper last year off an injury, um, and then so I just kind of have stayed in the role since then. And I love it. It's such exciting. It, it's it's people kind of look at it as the afterthought, you know, after a touchdown, the field goal, you know, it's going to go in. But it, it's still an exciting play to be a part of the, the team, and you know. I really enjoy it because I get to go on the field right after we scored. So I get to look across at the defensive lineman who we just scored on and say, what's up? I'm about to snap this ball. We're about to score another point on you. I love I love it. I love it. It's the, it's the best thing ever. So uh, I, I cherish the role. It's so exciting, and I get to go do that um, for on Saturdays for the Chargers and be a part of the uh, – be a part of the scoreboard and the team, and so I just and, that, and that's like another role. You just gotta sometimes those things happen where the, a role will open up and whoever wants it and can go and and you know he who dares wins and he'll go get it and um, it's kind of cool. So and you've just kind of been you know solidifying your craft there and, right. and, and you know solidifying your role and what you've been able to do. I yep. think uh, yeah, I mean every point is so important in football and 
you know, I think PAT field goals are, are necessary to win games. We see a lot of games lost right. on That's so true. You know, missing That's an extra so true. point or missing a field goal or, or right. making either of those. For you, do you talk a lot of smack sometimes after after that because we have just scored on the field or what? I check it goes through the uprights first and then I'll, and then I'll run my <laughs> mouth a little bit. I I, <laughs> I like I I definitely I have a good time with it and yeah, but also important thing is for me too and I found this when you're doing the long snapping, you're doing the short snapping, you have to stay loose. It's one of those things you can't short snap or long snap. It's a short, quick motion, and you can't do it with tight muscles. It doesn't work. You're going to be off. Your, your rhythm's going to be off. Your spiral's going to be off, and the speed is going to be off, and so there's no way to tell where it's going to go. So you need to be kind of loose. So, um, so one of the ways I do that is kind of just have a grin on my face and kind of some positive self-talk as I'm walking up there to do the snap. Snap it. Hopefully it goes in, and then I'll talk a little smack as I'm walking off to the sideline. So there you go. That's how we do it. Cal McNally's tricks to uh, short snapping <laughs> here on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. Hey, before we let you go, yep. the Brownies. Oh, oh, you're a big Cleveland Browns fan. Yes. Yeah. Where are the Brownies going this year, and why? So uh, I'm kind of worried. I'm not gonna lie. I, 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 tough I, division. I, Cal. It's, it's so tough. And the AFC North. People love Browns football. People love Browns football. If if they sneak in the playoffs, they just kind of somehow weasel the way. The, the the city might burn down. I'm, the city might burn down, explode, something. It, it, it is, just watch. I'm telling you, if, if they find a way to get in the playoffs here and have a successful season, people will be building Kevin Stefanski statues, I think. I think people will start, people, people will do crazy things. Um, so we're very excited uh, to see what happens with them. They, they, have, they have some talent. Hopefully they can stay out of their own way and things like that, but we'll see what happens. I, I'll, let me pick Make a prediction. I'll yep. Make a prediction. Make a prediction. I think they will make a wild card spot. I think they're going to sneak in. I think they were sneak in. We'll see how far they go in the playoffs. But they're going to sneak in. Now you called it. I called it here on this set right now. Well, we have it recorded. Yeah. And so we'll be able to come back to this when they okay. do make it. So you can have your credits. I will. You, I will. You and foretold what was going to happen with the If I called it right, I'm going to let everybody know. Everybody's going to know I called it right. You should. Cal McNally, defensive end for the Hilda College Chargers. Thank you so much for joining us today. What a great interview you were, and you know, excited to maybe have you back on sometime. Hey, that sounds like a plan, Marty. Let's make it happen. <laughs> and thank you for listening to Charger Rundown on Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM.